Good evening, Jets fans. I am Glenn Naughton. This is Jet Nation Radio. We are going to have a just a brief episode tonight. Uh, take a little bit of time to talk to Dennis Wazak of the Associated Press. He covers the Jets for the AP, has been for a few years now, does a great job. Had a chance to uh, speak with Dennis a couple times out of training camp at Florham Park. Really a good guy, which sees what you get, interacts with the fans on, uh, on Twitter, and uh, has impeccable taste in music to boot. And uh, so we're going to get right to it, because it looks like Dennis is on the line. Hang on just one second. Dennis, are you with us? I'm with you guys. How are you doing? Uh, doing great. Do, uh, thanks so much for calling in. Really appreciate it. No problem, Glenn. How you been? All right? Uh, yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. Getting uh, getting myself, uh, wrapping my head around the whole Adam Gase hiring, <laughs> which, of course, uh, we will cover. Uh, not uh, Wasn't a guy I thought would be at the top of the list. Uh, but as it turns out, he gets the job, does tick some of the boxes that a lot of the fans, myself included, wanted. Offensive guy, had coaching experience, done some good work with quarterbacks. Um, so there are some good things there, but uh, there are, you know, he's not without concern. But uh, what, what are your thoughts on the hire itself? Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to kind of summarize it. I, I think um, he certainly wasn't one of the favorites in in uh, the chances or in the, uh, the, the overall fan opinion uh, leading up to the hire, that's for sure. Um, you know, I think uh, there were a lot of fans that wanted McCarthy. There were a lot of fans that didn't want McCarthy. It was kind of a split thing, but you could kind of see where uh, the appeal was with him, somebody who has a Super Bowl ring, has worked with Aaron Rodgers, and, and we all know about that. But uh, some of the younger guys, uh, the up-and-coming uh, coaches, so to speak, sort of started to kind of gain some steam um, in the public opinion. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, obviously, and then Matt Rule, uh, and then uh, Todd Monken kind of, you know, came out of nowhere also, and, and yep. uh, he was actually one of the, uh, the, the guys who, in the end, uh, had a, a real shot at getting that job. Uh, so I don't think anybody really thought that Gase – would get the job. And there were a couple of candidates there who interviewed like Jim Caldwell, you know, a good guy, a good overall coach. I don't think he was probably the, uh, the right pick at this time for this franchise. And, you know, I, I think the way things ended in Miami with Gase, I think that kind of made some people kind of wary of the, uh, the whole idea of him going from the dolphins to the jets after hearing some things about, you know, players not kind of, you know, being on the same page with him and, and, and that sort of thing. But I think, you know, he's got a, he's got a new lease on his coaching life, so to speak. You know, he's, uh, he knows, he talked about this a little bit earlier in the week when, uh, when they introduced him that he, he kind of looks back and evaluates things and he knows how he wants to do things this time around in certain situations. So, I think that'll be a benefit. And I know a lot of people will also kind of, you know, say, Hey, uh, sometimes it's good for a coach to sit out, you know, after their first job and kind of evaluate things. But I think here's the thing, Glenn, Adam Gase was the hot assistant three years ago. He was the, you know, the Cliff Kingsbury type, you know, he was the guy, everybody like, Ooh, you know, this guy's, you know, the up and coming guy. Um, Mm -hmm you know, after working with Denver, you know, Peyton in Denver and then Chicago and coming here, you know, coming to Miami rather. Um, I, I think 
you have to kind of remember that, you know, that this guy is a good coach. And I think all the other stuff, you know, maybe this stop helps, you know, maybe he comes here and it, it doesn't hurt that he's already got his defensive coordinator in place. And, um, you know, and, and that's, I think it showed a lot by hiring a guy like Greg Williams, who's such a strong-minded guy um, that Adam Gase feels confident and comfortable with himself that he could bring somebody in he knows is a strong personality type. Yeah, I think that's been pretty much universally play, praised, the Greg Williams move, and we'll, we'll touch on that as well. But uh, you raised some really good points. I know I kind of I kind of fall in that camp of feeling like, you know, coaches need that and you know, maybe maybe he does need it, maybe he doesn't. But I felt like that was a mistake the Bills made with Rex and the and the Browns with Mangini. When you bring in some of these strong personalities, they may not see that need to change if someone grabs them up right away. But um, but we'll, we'll talk about the uh, you know, who could uh, who could benefit on defense on this roster with the addition of Greg Williams. There are a few names that pop to mind for me. But uh, what, what about on offense? Um, I know for me personally, you know, Quincy Inunua got the four-year deal. There have been some questions. Um, but if he's healthy, like I've, I've actually always looked at Quincy Inunua as, as a Jarvis Landry, like a very similar type player in terms of how physical they are and, and the mismatches they can create. But who are some guys on this offense um, that, that you think could benefit the most by, by having Adam Gase come in? I think number one, it starts, you know, it's the easy answer, Darnold. I think he's, he's the guy, obviously, just working with him. I think it'll be an interesting dynamic to see how both of those guys kind of uh, progress. You know, not, not only just Darnold, but Gase as, as a guy who's working with a 21-year-old quarterback, you know, and, and that's, he acknowledged that's something that he's never really – uh, been able to do before have a guy who's so talented and and kind of develop him from this point in his career so that's one thing that he's really excited about uh the other thing i mean as far as the rest of the offense there are so many questions right now in terms of the personnel uh, you, mm-hmm. it's hard to say because you know Bilal powell's a free agent uh you yep. know are they going to bring back isaiah crowell um, you know, McGuire showed some things, um, you know, in his opportunities late in the season. Um, you know, how do they work the tight ends? I think Herndon will definitely be a guy, no matter who came in, that you, you can look at as being a building block and somebody for Darnold to, to really um, develop with and progress with. Mm-hmm. I think that will be an important relationship. And I, I think Quincy, if he could stay healthy, yeah, I mean, he's he's tough. He's everything that Jets fans like. You know, he's a blue-collar yep. guy as a receiver. He's strong. He's tough. He won't go down, you know, sometimes to his detriment, you know. He just tries right. to push himself more and gets hurt. But I, I think overall the guy's a talented guy, um, and he's really he's, – he's paid his dues. He's come up through the whole system. You know, he was a practice squad guy. He was just kind of a – you know, an extra guy and, you know, worked mm-hmm. his way up to, to where, you know, he got a big time extension and he's clearly a big part of the future. Um, I, I think Robbie also, you know, now you got a guy who could fly, you know, still he could fly down the field. We saw some things at the end of the season that yep. it's like, whoa, where was this? You know, where was this dynamic earlier in the season? You know, so mm-hmm. I think I think they'll, they have those two pieces right there, you know, guys that could really – benefit 
you know, from Gase and working with Darnold. And, you know, we'll see what they do the rest of the, the uh, you know, in the offseason free agency and even in the draft. But there's a lot of holes, you know, because what do they do otherwise with the tight ends? Do they have a two tight end set that they just usually use one? Uh, Tomlinson is a, is a restricted free agent. And, uh, you know, I know I'm not a lot of fans like him per se, but he's a good blocking tight end and he's a guy who um, is a, a key part of special teams. So do they bring him back? Do they have Leggett? You know, maybe, maybe uh, Gase brings something out of Leggett and, you know, you have these two pass catching tight ends and, you know, we'll see. But I, I think there are a lot of questions uh, as far as personnel on the offense. Yeah, I think Leggett to, Leggett to me is one of the more in- interesting guys because his his you know he didn't produce a lot this year, but I I feel like he he didn't see the targets when he did. Yeah. I felt like he did a pretty good job. He only had ten, but uh, you know the only yeah. balls I remember him not coming up with were were balls that were thrown behind him or you know where he's trying to make a sliding catch where it's thrown at his feet. But you know any realistically catchable ball he came down with. Uh, better blocker in the run game than I expected. But uh, yes. not he struggled in the passing as a pass blocker, which I did expect. But um, just just a better all around player than I thought. And he's one of those guys I looked at and I thought, is this is this is his lack of production because of the the way he's being used, or is he a guy who in a you know could succeed? So we'll see a little bit of that moving forward. But um, Greg Williams, uh, we mentioned him comes over after going. I mean, unbelievable. Goes five and three with the Browns. And uh, I really, I thought he had a shot to get that job. I mean, I don't know who the last coach was there that won five out of eight, but Williams is a he's a guy with head coaching experience. He's got the uh, you know the the resume as a defensive coordinator, the the complete polar opposite of Casey Rogers. Team probably needs someone to get off, get after these guys. Um, what do you think of that hire? And and again, same question, but on the defensive side, uh, what names jump out at you as guys who will probably see a new role? on defense and, and who could benefit from his addition. Yeah, I, I think uh, it was a, it was a bold hire. Uh, like I mentioned earlier uh, to bring in a guy who is such a personality. Uh, you know, if anybody watched hard knocks last year, you saw you know, him in action, you know, you saw, yeah. um, he's not, uh, he's the uh, not suitable for work mouth, you know, and uh, except yep. when you're on the football field and um I, it's funny because as we all heard after the, right after the season, right after the, the final game, Jamal Adams talked about, Hey, you know, we need to get some dogs in here. You know, we need to mm-hmm. get, you know, they, what he, he need, he wants guys like him. He wants guys who are just, they, they, you know, sleep, eat, drink the, the, the game, you know, they want to win. They're hungry for that. And I think, um, that's exactly what Greg Williams brings. I mean, that guy wants to win at all costs, you know, and, and, you know, we, we saw him get in trouble for that you know, a few years back. Uh, yeah, of just course. wanting to, yeah. With the bounty gate with, with the yeah. saints. Um, but he's had, you know, a few jobs since then. He he's, if anything, he's going to motivate these guys, you know, he's, he's going to bring out some of these guys and, and get the passion get the guys who have passion on the field because those are the guys who are really going to benefit, um, you know, from him. Now, in terms of, of the personnel, um, you know, there's a lot of talk since he, you know, since he kind of, his name went into the mix as far as the defensive coordinator, um, you know, moving from the, the three, four to a four, three base and, 
who's that going to help and all that. I, I think, I think that the important word there is base. You know, I think a lot of teams have bases, but most teams mix and match. And I think Greg Williams will do that. I think he does like to have a, a, a you know, a four, three, um, you know, base that he kind of works from. But um, when you think about some of the guys on this team now, a guy like Leonard Williams, right off the bat, like he's a guy that could benefit sliding and moving to defensive tackle and really being a force in the middle there. And, and Darren Lee as well. Maybe, you know, he moves from the inside to the outside as, you know, an athletic, speedy guy where he could really play from sideline to sideline and, and kind of, you know, that, that'll be a key for, for, for Williams trying to get talent out of him, the ability out of him and to use him to where he's best suited, because I don't think uh, Lee has been playing where he's best suited. And, um, you know, there have been things about him too, fans, media, you know, people wondering about his, his love for the game, his passion, you know, his hunger, uh, so, I mean, that's a guy that Williams will be all over. Um, I think Jamal Adams also will benefit because Williams likes to blitz. No matter what, 3-4, four, 4-3, four, whatever, he likes to use that safety. He likes to blitz, He, you know, and that's, that's the guy. So Adams should be thrilled. Um, on the flip side, oh, one other guy I think that, that will benefit is Tremaine Johnson. We all know the struggles he had this year. Um, he had three of his best years under Williams with the Rams. So I think that's, that's a good uh, addition uh, for, for Johnson to have this guy who he has a history with of, of success to come in and help him, especially after how he ended this past season. Um, as far as guys that, you know, might hurt, I think Henry Anderson's the, the first one. Um, he thrived in uh, Todd Bowles' 3-4 uh, um, as a defensive end, um, but the reason that he was with the Jets in the first place was because the Colts did this exact same switch in the base defense, and it wasn't working. He dropped weight, um, and he tried to you know, kind of fit in, and it didn't work. But I think the year that Henry Anderson had, I think it showed that, hey, you know, this guy can make some plays. You know, he, he could do some things here. Um, the only thing is he's a free agent, so I could see another team – paying more than the Jets want to pay for him and a team that runs a three, four, you know? So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he does, if he's playing somewhere else. And the other, the one other guy, I think right off the top of my head is uh, Jordan Jenkins. Um, you know, does he, I mean, he's not the typical type of outside linebacker, you know, that, that you would play um, in a four, three, um, maybe Williams tries to slide him to defensive end, use him that way. Um, you know, so that, that'll be interesting to see what, what he does with uh, Jordan Jenkins, who is a solid guy, but he's not a star, but he can do some things. So maybe, you know, he tries to think of some things for, for him. But, yeah, so, I mean, just kind of like offense, there are a lot of kind of like moving pieces there. But so, some of the, the guys that you know you're going to have to, uh, you know, count on, they're going to have different roles in in Greg Williams' defense. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, this isn't. Uh, this isn't. It's. Uh, it's funny. Every single guy you just mentioned on defense, and the reasons you gave, um, are the exact names I tweeted out the other day. Uh, not one more, not one less. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, could not Great agree. Mind, 
Yeah, I, I mean, literally 100%. I, for a second, I thought you were going to leave out Jordan Jenkins. He was the only one left. And I thought, oh, I'll have to ask him about Jenkins. You, you threw him in at the last second. And I, I kind of said the same thing. You know, is, does he get a look at defensive end? Does he have trade value now? You know, that's a, that's a point that people have made that if you put him at defensive end and he struggles there and he doesn't fit your four threes as an outside linebacker, then, you know, does he have any – whereas at least this season you could say, hey, he's a seven-sack guy. He's coming into his own. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. And I think another point with, uh, with Tremaine Johnson, keeping Denard uh, Wilson on board with that coaching yes. staff, who was also on that staff in St. Louis, that could be, uh, that could be a big thing. But uh, also, Definitely. for those of you who don't know, th- this might be why some people are, are listening in. As I tweeted out, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Dennis has a phenomenal taste in music. And uh, <laughs> tweeted something out earlier. Now, this was unbelievable. This was um, a tribute concert, I guess, to uh, Chris Cornell, the former – lead singer of Soundgarden and Audio Slave, who, who took his own life a couple years ago, and uh, a benefit concert where Miley Cyrus was singing Say Hello to Heaven, which is a song uh, by Temple of the Dog, which was a combination of Pearl Jam and Soundgarden back in the day. And she was belting that thing up. Was that a show you were at, Dennis, or was that a, was that a tweet or a retweet? No, it was a retweet. It was, um, it was a show in L.A., and... Uh, you know, I heard about it going in, and it, you heard, you know, Dave Grohl, Metallica, uh, the rest of Foo Fighters, uh, the Melvins, which was, you know, one of the big time grunge bands back, at, you know, in the '90s, and and you know, all, all these kind of artists coming together and singing some of the Soundgarden and Audio Slave songs and some of their own things, and and uh, even uh, Taylor Momsen from uh, the Pretty Reckless sang some songs. Uh, with the, like some of the guys from Soundgarden, and you expect that because you know she's kind of rock. But then I'm going through my tweets, and I see uh, you know a couple of places talk about Miley Cyrus singing "Say Hello to Heaven." I'm like, come on, are you kidding me? And I click mm-hmm. on it, and I'm like, man, this is pretty good. She rocked it, you know. She's just sounded. I was impressed, you know. And then, and then I, in in full disclosure, before. I tweeted that out just so I didn't embarrass myself completely. I kind of checked some other tweets and other people who I respect, um, some other like fellow rockers. They were like, oh, yeah, she wasn't bad. She kind of like, I'm like, all right, good. So it wasn't just me. But, yeah, it was impressive. I mean, it's something I didn't I expect when I woke up today to kind of see the Miley Cyrus singing a Temple of the Dog song, you know. Just, and and, you know, and like, have it be so good that you felt you the need expect. to tweet it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually thinking back, thinking back, being a kid living in New York, I, I don't know why, I, I, but I can remember riding the bus home from uh, Record World and Central Avenue, buying the, that that Temple of the Dog album and listening to it on the bus Tremendous. ride home. But Tremendous. Um, yeah, but so real quick, back to the Jets before I let you go. Um, if you know, everyone knows they got this hundred million in cap space. Hmm. Um, there are, you know, of course, some of these guys who are due to be free agents are. Um, with the edge guys, um, with you got D Ford, you got Lawrence, you got Fowler, you got a few guys where one or two of them might hit the market. Um, who do you think's most likely? If you had to take a guess, if you had to just take a stab at it, obviously we, we have no idea. It could be that none yeah. of them hit the market. But if if one guy were to hit the market, who is it? And uh, and and throw a couple of names out that maybe everyone isn't talking about. Who you think the Jets are going to look to target in free agency? Just just two or three names. Well, I I, I think Fowler will probably hit the market. I think that'll be a guy. And I know the Jets uh, had interest in him before. Um, I have to look even uh, closer. I haven't even gotten to that point um, where I'm looking at 
you know, the, all the free agents because now right, right. with a different so with early. a different staff in, you know, in coming into place here, you know, that, that some of these guys are going to want different things, different types of players. So I think that'll have a role. But you know what? Here's one thing that that you know won't change no matter who's in place. They want playmakers, you know, and, and the guys, mm-hmm. all three guys that you mentioned, those guys are playmakers. And um, you know, Le'Veon Bell is the obvious, you know, guy that people have been bringing up since, you know, the beginning of, of this past season. So I think um, I think the Jets will be in play for him, very much so. And um, because we talked about it before, we don't know what the running back situation is. You bring him in, uh, but that's solved, you know, and you got a guy – who is not only a, you know, he's been a dominant running back, but he's been a dominant pass catcher out of the backfield. And that's something that the Jets also need, you know? So I think he fills that void. Um, I think the Antonio Brown talk, I I don't know. I don't think that would happen. I, I, I just, I don't see it at this point, but as you know, every year, as you get closer to uh, March, mid-March, where free agency opens, and all of a sudden names start coming up. Um, the one thing we didn't talk about before uh, as it relates to the offense is the offensive line, and that's mm-hmm. a place that I think there could be some, some movement because it, when you think about the guys on that line, there, there's, there's a lot of potential uh, you know, free agents there. You, you've got you know, the center, Jonathan Harrison, is a free agent. You have um, you know, the left guard, James Carpenter, is a free agent. Do they bring Kelvin Beecham, the left tackle, back? Do they, what do they do with Spencer Long? He's due a lot of money this year, and you're going to pay him like a center, but to play left guard, you know, so, or, you know, right guard, but, you know, whatever, wherever they want to put him. Um, you know, Winters is coming back, obviously. Who, who knows? So I think that's a very important uh, piece of this whole thing that they really have to work on now and get right because – you don't want your young quarterback playing with a new line, a new offense. I mean, it, that could turn into some problems, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's, that's where you really in free agency where they could end up, um, you know, really, um, you know, maybe not the splashy names, but they could do some work uh, in the off season right there. So um, yeah, but as far as those pass rushers, Dante Fowler, I think is, is the one guy, I would think the Chiefs would want to keep Ford, you know. Um, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, because, like I said, as free agency starts to kind of creep up, the prices for some of these guys start getting higher and higher. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting also that the Jets' two sacks leaders are guys that we were talking about in Jordan Jenkins and Henry Anderson, guys that yep. um, might not even fit into this defense. So it'll be busy, that's for sure, Glenn. Yeah, obviously, and uh, you know, as you said, the, the the pass rushers, the guys like Fowler, Ford, if they're there, they'll be targeted, and uh, of course, you know, uh, that's going to play a huge role in in how they approach the draft. But uh, that that's a little ways off, but it'll be, you know, the Jets really are in a good position with the draft this year for the first time in a million years. They're not looking for a quarterback, and if a couple right. teams either jump ahead of them, maybe Bosa falls to them, or maybe a team targets the Jets as a trade partner and they add some picks. But um, either way, uh, you know, should be uh, plenty for Jets fans to be excited about. They've got the cap space. They've got the quarterback. They've got the draft pick. They've got a, a, a head coach who just picked an established D.C. with some head coaching experience. So some, some good things there. And, uh, Dennis, th- just want to say uh, thank you so much for joining us on short notice. Really appreciate it with you uh, calling in and sharing your insight. Oh, you got it, my man. Anytime. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, this, this is, I know there were some, some fans have some reservations about this, but you know what? It's, it's, it's a new time. Who knows if it'll be any different, you know, moving forward, but you can be excited at least that, okay, different coach, different staff, you know, you got the quarterback, you have the, the guy, the key on defense and Jamal Adams uh, move forward and uh, we'll see what happens. You have a hundred million dollars in cap space. Should be a fun, you know, next several months. So we'll see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much, Dennis. You got it, Glenn. Take care. You take care. Bye-bye. All right. So that was Dennis Wozak, the AP. Uh, check him out on Twitter. On Twitter, He's, uh, he's been, like I said, he's, he's been covering the team for a few years now. Dennis does a really good job. And that's at BWAZ73, D-W-A-Z-73, Dennis Wozak. That, uh, that wraps this up. Like I said, it was going to be a quick episode tonight just to, uh, talk a little bit with someone who's in that locker room and kind of get their thoughts, pick his brain a little bit on, on the upcoming off season and, uh, and what he thought of the move so far. So we thank Dennis and thank you for tuning in. We'll catch up with you next week. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.